It is the pastor's heart and Dominic Steele and thanks for joining us this Tuesday morning. Uh, we're speaking today with key leaders from two leading Australian universities about the impact of COVID on their ministry and how they're adapting in 2021 as the academic year gets underway. With the big shutdown, most universities shifted to online learning last year and while there have been some students allowed back on campus in the last few months, for the most part, universities, well, in terms of lectures, have remained online. Rowan Kemp is with us from the Christian Evangelical Union at Sydney University and Rob Copland from the University of Wollongong. We're going to be talking to them about the changes, the innovations that they're introducing to better connect with students in 2021. We're going to discuss the shaky months at the beginning of lockdown, new ministry opportunities that have developed, and some things that students may have missed out on. Now, as I introduce Rowan and Rob, we're aware that we have a big Australian audience, but also lots of leaders in the UK, the US, across Africa and Asia uh, with us, and everyone in ministry in this COVID situation is in a different situation. But in every city, there's an important relationship between the university ministry, the evangelical university ministry, and the evangelical churches of the city. And uh, as the university ministries go up and down, so the churches go up and down. So we care about what's happening with your work. And Rowan, if we could start with the pastor's heart and your pastor's heart. Um, a couple of weeks ago, you and I were talking, you had your staff off-site planning meeting here, mm. and um, we were just chatting in the the lunch break, and you just said it's uncertainty and unknown everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I think that's true. It, working with the students, working with the ministry staff, everything is so uncertain. Um, unlike many churches, at least in Sydney, we've not been allowed to return in person. Everything has been online. We can't meet on the university campus, and it's been like that since March last year. So that's a long time of sort of uncertainty, a lot of Zooming, and that's proved wearisome for both the students and the ministry staff. And so trying to deal with that and try to care for people in that, that's, that's been a challenge. Yeah. Now, as a church pastor, I've kind of railed at the, the last little while at the extra restrictions that it's felt have been in place on church <laughs> ministry. I'm grumpy that on Friday I went to watch a movie and I was allowed to not wear a mask. And on Sunday I can't mm. go to church unless I wear a mask, mm. and yet you're in a much worse situation. Yeah, we, we, we can't even meet. We can't even meet in person yeah. on the campus. Yeah. So the only way we can, we can meet off-site, if we can find other places like churches around, mm -hmm. and it's a, been a key theme for us for the last six months, is gospel generosity between churches and the campus work. We have no location of our own. Mm -hmm. We're completely dependent upon churches being kind and generous to us so that we can keep working with university students to grow them in the things of Christ. And we, lots of churches across the city have been really generous to us, which I think has been marvellous. You're telling me that you're right in the middle of a, um, an off-site meeting today, yesterday yep. and today, with 100 students as you try to go through the change management of what you're going to do this year. And so, yep. <laughs> about an hour's time, Rowan's going to be giving the morning Bible talk, so we're yep. really pleased that he's here. Rob, let's come to you. Um, the Wollongong situation, before you talk about what you've done as a campus, uh, sorry, what you've done as a ministry, um, the Wollongong situation has been a little different to what's happened as Rowan's just described it in Sydney. Yeah, that's right. So at the beginning of last year, the semester one, everything was 
online. Mm-hmm. The university shut down and uh, locked all the buildings and we were all online. But semester two was quite different. Uh, we put together some plans. We worked out that we could actually possibly go in person on campus. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a little bit of a, a sniff that that could be a possibility and that's what we've been so doing. So they didn't start lectures on campus but they, they wanted you to come back, is that right? Well, in the middle, things were very uncertain in the middle of the year, in the winter break, mm-hmm. but uh, we, we saw our opportunity when we'd heard that the university was leafleting the local suburbs to the residents saying, come to the University of Wollongong and uh, use the facilities. So they're worried about the shops going broke and that kind of thing. Exactly. So we thought, well, let's put a plan together for the second semester to be able to be in person. There were no classes, apart from very, very few um, uh, small small groups. But we thought, let's make something of this. And we put it to the students at our mid-year conference that if we ran something, uh, would you come in for a day and make a day of it on campus? And we put it into put it into action last semester. Mm, I'm going to ask yeah. you more mm. about that in a sec. But that's interesting that the university authority had a position, you were able to negotiate with them and come up with an outcome that, that worked for you. Yeah, that's right. We went through all of the COVID safe plans and had to put in, in place risk assessments and so on. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's right. And Rowan, you were telling me the different university administrations have been mm. kind of giving different um, leadership uh, tell us about some of the different positions of the different university administrations. Yeah, so talking to um, people who are ministry at University of Technology and mm-hmm. here in Sydney, uh, they'd said to the Christian group, we're not letting clubs do anything off campus, they can only do things on campus. And that was, I think, because they, they, they felt they to regulate. Could, exactly. Um, other, whereas Sydney University had said, well, you can't do anything on campus. But whatever you do off campus, well, that's not up to us. That's just between you and the government. Mm-hmm. So it's the complete opposite. So you're allowed to have this off-site meeting today at a local church. University yeah. doesn't, doesn't mind, as long as we follow all the usual government COVID restrictions. Yes. Uh, UNSW, uh, sort of a bit of a mix, that they were happy to have them back on campus, in fact facilitated them having access to the largest, camp, largest lecture theatre on campus in the second half of last year. Mm-hmm. Um, but was not quite certain about whether that's going to continue on. There was sort of an initial, yes, we'd like to get some students back on campus, here's a way, you want to make it happen, that's good. Uh, it just seems to be very different. Though in other parts of Australia where COVID restrictions have been really different, it's been life as per normal. So mm-hmm. I talk to people in ministry in Western Australia and they say it's basically been largely unaffected mm-hmm. because of COVID. So yeah. it's very varied across the country. Mm. Now, Rob, just, uh, I'm going to come to the model that you were running in second semester in a moment, but um, uh, you had a little moment uh, as the shutdown started and thinking, what about our pipeline of raising up people for ministry? Mm. And, and yeah. would everybody put their ministry plans on hold? Tell us what your thinking was there. Uh, yeah, well, there's about, uh, the beginning of last year, there were, we had about 22 people uh, who were due to start ministry apprenticeships two years ministry apprenticeships with us over the next uh, three or four years mm-hmm. and when the uh, when the shutdown happened and everything changed I thought well what are what will people who are planning on doing ministry apprenticeships going to be thinking mm-hmm. uh, like everybody everyone's thinking let's we should be playing this safe mm. uh, we should be uh, 
putting plans on hold and uh, put, put things on ice and wait till everything blows over and then we'll wait and see what mm-hmm. happens. But um, I just realised that that's not really the way that the Bible pushes us to, to think. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, were, there were the two pegs that um, we've had in the ground and most people have, um, in ministry have worked that out over the last uh, year or so and afresh that is God's sovereignty uh, through whatever is happening in the world. Mm-hmm. He's in control for his purposes and that the gospel of the Lord Jesus is the way that he's ruling the world. So as long as we hold on to those two things, uh, we can step ahead um, carefully, uh, but we've got to step ahead with the mm. gospel. So with that conviction, um, uh, I, we arranged a meeting with all of the online um, dinner with all of these ones who are thinking of MTS in the future and just said, uh, consider the time and understand what God's doing. Jesus is Lord, so let's let's put those convictions in place mm-hmm. and uh, keep moving ahead. Mm. So, yeah, just we we pray for a quiet life, then we can, that we can get on with the gospel opportunities. But if we don't have a quiet life, we still need to get on with the gospel opportunities. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And uh, it's understandable that people think uh, security, or think, or even just think, uh, we just want things to be normal, so that we can get on with a good ministry training experience, but. If we're training up people to live in the world that's there, then what better experience? If you're going to do a cross-culture, you're not going to wait to cross the culture until the whole thing is ideal situation. Exactly, yeah, Yeah. yes. What's your experience been with the ministry trainees? Um, Because you've got a big team at Sydney Uni, Brian. Yes, I I think um, the uncertainty of COVID certainly has sort of just put big question marks Mm -hmm. over lots of people going, oh, is now a time to jump out of the job that I'm currently serving in and, and go and actually do a ministry apprenticeship or, or jump into full-time ministry, there's been, I think, lots of hesitations on our end. I think what Rob did there in terms of getting them together and just saying, don't don't give in to the you know, risk-averse mm. nature of what's going around in our society, but actually in Christ, we have our future secure. Mm. We, we know what's important. We know the Lord is in control actually doing a ministry traineeship now is actually a wonderful thing. I've said to Mm. some of our trainees who started last year, and this is their second year, and that'll be it. And, you know, God willing, maybe in Australia, COVID, the worst of it might be over in a Mm. year's time with the vaccine. You think, well, what a time to do a ministry traineeship. Two Mm. years of COVID. You're going to learn. Nothing's, like we've hardly been on campus at all. Mm -hmm. Like, how's that a university traineeship? Except that, maybe it's been brilliant. Mm. Maybe actually they've seen more innovation, more going back to the scriptures and thinking about what's really, what's really important here and you know, um, what's flexible, what's not flexible. Um, I think it's been clarifying for mm. lots of the people actually. So it's a great time to do it. Well, I think that's what you were saying to me, uh, Rob, that if we want to train up entrepreneurs, we want to train up people who will think around corners to push the gospel forward. And, um, yeah, exactly. and so tell us how you and your team have thought around the corners in the last semester. Yeah, in terms of last year? Yeah, yeah. Well, because well, what I heard was, um, I think it was Rowan said, uh, you're going around the circle saying, this is what we've done with all the other uni ministry people. And everyone's thought, well, that's a good idea. Yes, <laughs> so tell yes. us this good idea. Well, it was really seeking the opportunities in the middle of last year when we heard that the university was going to be inviting, or was inviting people to just come onto campus. 
So we thought, let's make the most of this and what should we do? And we thought if we can just have students come in for, for one day mm -hmm. uh, and make a day of it, and so we put together a bit like a school program in one sense, a school timetable, with beginning with prayer in the morning and then uh, faculty Bible study groups and then uh, Bible talks and then lunch on the lawn afterwards and, mm -hmm. then a, and a training time. Uh, people could come in and, and make the most of that and make a day of it. And so we thought if we... No one had to come into campus, but if uh, they saw that it was worthwhile to come in for, for ministry and uh, gathering together, then maybe we could get a few people together and pray to the Lord if we, if we had 25 people that would be worthwhile. And so we just put together a program across three days, so Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And uh, we put that to the students in the mid-year and they were really keen. They mm -hmm. wanted to do it. Mm. I'm, I'm not surprised. I'm just thinking about as we've come back as a church from COVID, our morning church is still down in attendance, but we've, at, we've actually had our biggest numbers ever in the evening church um, as people have, have come back and, yeah. And, yeah. and that those young adults are craving community at the moment. Yeah, well, they certainly were. We, they were a lot more keen than what I expected. Mm -hmm. So what happened in terms of numbers at Wollongong? Well, we, uh, as I said, I thought if we, if we can hit 25 students that come in a week, we'll be happy with that. We'll work with, with them uh, and seek to grow that. Uh, but very quickly, we, we had a, about 100 students uh, join us, 100 individuals mm -hmm. uh, across the week. And that was very consistent throughout the most of mm -hmm. the semester. And so they, became, uh, they came in each week and on their day, and their day became their identity. They were a Tuesday person, and mm -hmm. they all gathered together with the other Tuesday people and, and the Wednesday people and the Thursday people. And they made the most of the relationships, and we did a mission. We ran an evangelistic mission in semester two on weeks, weeks three and four. Not a lot of people around, but we stood out mm -hmm. uh, with our big yellow jerseys, mm -hmm. uh, yellow hoodies, and, and it was fantastic. We, we met quite a lot of people. It was very easy to meet people. Mm -hmm. There are very few numbers, and so it was. Uh, and people who came in to campus were very happy to just talk with anybody that was around the place. <laughs> Everyone's lonely, <laughs> exactly. And so we had some terrific gospel conversations. And you were telling me that although the overall numbers were down, you had a greater consistency of people. I think, I think that's, that's right. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Well, typically the numbers will swell in across the groups and the Bible talks mm -hmm. at the beginning of semester. And mm -hmm. uh, we didn't have that swell. It just was just started at around about 100 in the week and just continued on quite. So you didn't stable. drop off during the term as you might? Dropped normally. off a little towards the, towards the end, um, but nothing like the, the fluctuation that you would normally have. And you kind of built a cohort of people because if they've got four hours on camp, I mean, what if somebody has a tute in the middle of the day, they just miss that hour, do you know? Well, yeah. that's exactly right. They pick and choose as to what suits the timetable. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we're using that experience from last year to, to build on in mm -hmm. this year's. Um, now, Ryan, you were interested in mm. what Rob said, and you've been talking with your team about something similar this year. How's the... What, where are you up to? You're halfway through your planning. <laughs> so it may all be different by 5pm today, but where are you up Could to? Could be. <laughs> uh, so I thought it was really interesting. At the end of last year, when I heard what Rob had been doing at University of Wollongong, I thought that was a really innovative way that, that takes the opportunities that fit the culture you're trying to reach. Mm. And the culture that mm. we're trying to reach, 
trying to reach university students is students who don't have to come into campus very much anymore. Mm -hmm. They need an incentive to come in because they can do it all online. They don't like doing it online, no. but it's convenient and convenient is winning out in their brain. So they'll say, I prefer to do it in person, but I can just sit at home and do it. I'll just sit home and do it. And so I thought Rob's idea down at Wollongong was really clever because it actually said, here's enough of a day's program that actually maybe it gets you over the line of making it worthwhile to come in. Mm -hmm. So we thought, well, we'd love to try that. So we've been talking with our team about it, talking with the student leaders about it. They're keen to try something like that, a day program. Mm -hmm. And so we're in the process of trying to, well, first of all, we have to negotiate with the university in our situation to even get permission to do it. Mm -hmm. So that's a big question mark mm -hmm. that we're right in the middle of this month trying to na navigate that with the university so authorities. So you've got change management going on with your student body and change management going on with the... Um, yeah. And, I mean, EU's a big organisation to do change management with, yeah. Mm. Yeah, there's a lot of students <laughs> involved, so we need to take Rob's plan from Wollongong and, and uh, yeah, amp it up a little bit mm -hmm. to try to make it work for across the large mm. student number of students the Lord's brought to us. Mm -hmm. um, but it, we're, we're, it's exciting talking mm -hmm. with the students yesterday, just raising it yesterday with the student leaders. They were, a lot of them hearing it for the first time. A lot of them hearing it for the first time yesterday. So lots and lots of questions and great questions too. By bringing them into the process, they're now saying, but what about this? What about that? And I must admit we were there yesterday going, we haven't you know thought of that. <laughs> never thought of that question. That's a really good question. Oh, that's a good one too. There are a number of things we had thought about. Um, but at the end of the day, as we took sort of the temperature of everybody there, um, sorry, not COVID temperature, but you yeah. know, just the, <laughs> the actual, you know, how they're feeling about the idea. Um, you know, people were saying things like, look, 30% worried, 70% hopeful, or, you know, Jesus take the wheel. These were the sort of things they were saying. They're saying, yeah. this sounds like a good plan. It's been thought about. We've benefited from the experience of Wollongong going ahead and, and trying this out. Mm -hmm. And so we're moving ahead with it at the same time saying, of course, we're just praying, praying, praying that the university will actually allow us to meet on campus. Mm -hmm. So we've got to also then have a plan B and a plan C if that doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. But this is the way we're trying to go at the moment. Right. So tell us what's going to happen on Sydney Uni, I mean, a first year comes, they somehow say, I want to be in EU. What's, what's it going to be like in two, three weeks' time, if in your plan A? If, if, <laughs> if, it if yeah. under God it, it might happen. Oh, we would, we, we, we'll contact them, we'll talk to them as per usual, we'll encourage them to come in for a particular day. We've already been trying to put that message out to people is set aside a day, rework your uni timetable or your part-time work timetable to try to put aside a day. We've tried to get that message out already in the, in the hope that under God we can pull this off. And then we'll, we'll say, well, what degree are you in? And that we're sort of dividing our community into sort of three large groups. Mm -hmm. And each of those groups will run their own day program mm -hmm. simultaneously across the campus. Mm -hmm. And so we'll divide them up that way and then we'll invite them into a particular day community. And we hope that that day community will be their community of university Christians mm -hmm. for first semester. Right. And we're hoping that those will be groups of, you know, it's all, all got to be COVID safe. So we're thinking, you know, it might be up to 40 students or something like that will be, yep. that'll be the group that they get to know. It'll be people from 
a number of degrees in their broad area, humanities or health or STEM, mm. and they'll get to know those people and do Bible study with them and listen to Bible seminars together and train together, and they'll do that over the course of the semester, and we'll run that all across. I'm mm. thinking that one of the key arguments you'll have is how important it is, clubs and societies and Christian clubs and societies, or faith-based clubs and societies, in terms of student well-being. Mm. And um, you did that important survey 18 months ago mm. um, of, of student well-being. Mm. Um, how are students doing at university? Mm. I, mean, I just look at my son, mm. who's, um, uh, he dropped out last semester because he just couldn't cope with the, uh, the mm. online learning experience. Mm. And I'm assuming he's not, I mean, he's, he's going back to try again this semester, but um, he's pretty disappointed. There's only one class face to face. Mm. And um, mm. I'm, I'm guessing he's not on his own. No, that's right. I've had a conversation with a few different people working in the university and in the sort of mental health area of the university. And they've just said the number of students presenting with concerns has gone through the roof over the last year. Mm -hmm. um, unsurprisingly, the university um, is flat out trying to provide, you know, some care for that, but they don't have enough resources no. really to do that. Uh, and so whatever the university can do that's going to help prevent some of those problems. The university like encourage a group like exactly. Yeah. The, so the university wants to get students back on campus face to face, but they're obviously very concerned about doing it in a COVID safe way. So um, I think that there's a good opportunity here for us to work with the university in the same way that I think Wollongong did, and mm -hmm. actually just say if we can get students together, we know that that actually helps students' well-being. We know that it, it grows them in the things of Christ and it's good for the kingdom. So there's a good, if we can make this happen together in, a, in an appropriate COVID safe way, then I think this seems like a win-win actually. Mm -hmm. mm. Um, and so I'm hopeful that uh, we might be able to chart a way forward, but there is some way to go um, with those negotiations. Mm. And what's your sense of what you've heard from the other Christian groups around the place in terms of their different models that they're adopting going forward this year? Well, still, I think uh, it's February and university in Australia kicks off basically <coughs> most places the beginning of March. So the universities are in the process of just working out their own mm. situation. Um, I know that the EU group at Sydney University is talking to the student union who's in charge of what clubs and societies can do. And the student union at the moment is busy at work trying to work out, well, what are our guidelines going to be for student clubs? They, mm -hmm. they, um, they assume most student clubs won't get organised until the very end of February. Mm -hmm. um, the Christians tend to be more organised, so we're already trying to think about we're ahead of the yeah. game mm -hmm. trying to there. But so I think around the country, lots of universities are still in the process, actually, of working out what they're going to allow and not allow. So I think that's the situation in Wollongong. You're still not clear yet what's going to happen. Yeah, and there's very much a desire to meet face to face and have have clubs running. And the university wants that. The clubs organisers want that. Uh, the Uni Bible Group uh, have been keen and on the front foot down there to say we want to be there. And so yeah. We know that the orientation week's running and that they'll have clubs in person on the orientation week. So that's uh, at the end of February. So that's a good uh, lead into knowing that we'll actually have a presence on campus, mm -hmm. being welcomed and wanting to be there. Right. Mm. Gentlemen, thanks very much for coming in.
My guests on the Pastor's Heart, Rob Copland, and uh, Rob leads the Christian ministry at the University of Wollongong, and Rowan Kemp, who heads up the uh, the staff team that supports the Evangelical Union at uh, Sydney University. You've been with us on the Pastor's Heart. Do pray for Rowan's uh, big day of change management today, and uh, we will look forward to uh, seeing you on the Pastor's Heart with us next Tuesday. Hey, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, we would love it if you could hop over to the Apple Podcasts app and give us a rating and review. That helps us in the rankings and lets other people discover the pastor's heart. And again, if you are able to help us out by being a financial partner, go to our Patreon link, patreon.com slash the pastor's heart.